Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I'm your host, Chase Collins, and we are full steam ahead with our month of fitness programming. This week, we have Michael on the podcast who talks about his journey with health and fitness, specifically how he was able to lose over 50 pounds with intermittent fasting. Um, He actually took the advice that Brian gave him. So if you listened to the last podcast and weren't convinced, um, I think you'll really enjoy this one because, yeah, Michael took Brian's advice and had amazing results. Um, There's time codes in the description if you want to jump around. But what are your goals for this week? Are you enjoying the new year? Is 2023 going good for you? I, I hope so. Um, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I was sick, so I've been fighting off a bit of a cold and stuff like that, but I'll talk about more of that in the outro, so be sure to stick around if you want to hear about my goals for this week, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Uh, next week on the podcast, we have another thing, fitness related. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> all right. I hope you enjoy this with Mike. Peace. Improved Podcast Improved Podcast Improved Podcast Improved Podcast Anyway, yeah, uh, we can talk about, like, the exercise and stuff. Uh, okay. Fitness, <laughs> I think is a better term. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe, like, a good place to start it off was um during covid you know everyone put on a covid 30 i think oh yeah definitely in that group i i went from well i started lifting in like 2019 i guess like october 2019 and then throughout that year till like maybe january 2021 i was like up to 205 pounds and i'm like oh wow five ten so i was a heavy boy i was bulking for like a whole year (laughs) yeah that's skinny for me but (laughs) (laughs) yeah right i could be 205 pounds i'd be happy (laughs) yeah yeah i I know what you're saying man uh yeah like so i kind of did like a freshman 15 and then a sophomore 15 no (laughs) 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 no probably like starting college and then starting a job there was another 15 and then the pandemic there was another 15 for me yeah so it's like it adds up (laughs) and uh i just got to a point where i'm like if i continue on this trajectory i'm just gonna be miserable the rest of my life Mm. and i was just like i knew i needed to make like a serious like lifestyle change and uh it was hard for me to like figure out something that works uh Cause it was a struggle for me to like uh have time for fitness and having a full-time job and whatever uh and it, it's all i've always struggled to like uh watch my weight so to speak i guess in general because i've tried like the calorie counting thing and that never really worked for me yeah like uh i, I remember in community college i went through a phase of like exercising more and watching my weight and i think i ended up losing like 15 pounds at one point 
but like with the calorie counting it's so easy to like fall off the band like the wagon and then like none of it matters after like a week you know you could screw it all up really fast yeah you know what i'm saying and uh i I think with like the gaining weight thing in general uh with most people that struggle with that it it's really easy to like slip into that It, it doesn't take much to like over time just keep on packing the pans you know Mm-hmm. Like it, it could be like you're you're eating a little bit too much in a single day, or you have one day where you eat like three days worth of food. You know, like one day where you splurge too much, and drinking doesn't help at all, especially yeah. with the craft brew. <laughs> That's yeah. actually probably a huge contributor for a lot of people. Uh, but anyway, it's it's an easy trap to get set in, and I was just like, I need to get out of this. And uh, it's actually our buddy Brian that helped me a lot. Like, I kind of blame him for all of it because he was like, have you ever tried uh, intermittent fasting? It's like the easiest way to lose weight. Like, well, I don't know. That might not sound right. but <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> anyway, he said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it ended up being the only effective way to lose weight. I don't know if it's necessarily easy. Uh, it's easy in that you don't have to physically do anything or think about anything mm-hmm. other than not eating. So Brian was like, you, you should try uh, fasting. And cause I, I told him like, I really want to lose weight. I just don't really know how to, uh, or at least effectively. So he's like, try fasting, sent me a YouTube video, which I could put in the link if we want post facto. Yeah, send me the great the link. Yeah, it's like all the science behind it and like why it's good for you and the countless benefits and everything. But uh, yeah, I did that combined with uh, working out Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Uh, and long story short, over the course of a year and a half, well, I haven't even done the math in a while. Let's let's do this. Well, yeah, and just while you're doing that math, um. So you you recognized that you had to make a lifestyle change and you sort of like foresaw the trajectory on which your life was headed and you were like, whoa, I got to turn like, this train yeah. around. Because I wasn't That's having awesome. fun in the moment. I'm like, it's only going to get freaking worse from here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's see. Uh, and hopefully this all just inspires other people to do it. Like I'm not saying any of this to brag or anything like it's kind of embarrassing for me to talk about (laughs) (laughs) uh, so at my worst uh i was like maybe a a tad over like 270 like it was not pretty uh so how tall are you i'm like six two on a good day nice okay right shoes on (laughs) yeah yeah right uh so 270 minus and I weighed myself yesterday. I was two twelve. So that so in a year and a half I've I've kept off sixty pounds. So that's, that's nice. Awesome. That's and so I, sick. Thanks, dude. Uh congratulations. Yeah, no looking back for me, like I never want to be that way again. Like it sucked. <laughs> yeah. And what um and, yeah, good. And I just want more people that struggle with that to acknowledge 
how bad it is. Because mm-hmm. it, it is bad. It's not a good thing. Uh, if you're happy that way, if it works for you, I guess whatever works for you. But I think people are honest with themselves. It's like, uh, you'd yeah. be doing things a lot better and feeling better. Because it, it adds, like, depression, too. And, like, uh, d- just the chemical imbalance that happens when you're overweight and you mm-hmm. can't like even walk up the stairs without like <gasps> that kind of thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just not good. But anyway, I was like, I need to make a lifestyle change. And yeah, the intermittent fasting is the first thing that I've come across. Like personally for me that actually worked over a long period of time. And you just start it like incrementally. I think the first uh the first time I fasted it was just uh I wanna say twelve hours, something like that. Oh wow. Maybe. Which isn't let me it it's been a while since I thought about it. Uh maybe it was twenty four. Yeah, I, I wanna say twenty four was the first time I tried it. What so and, you just uh, been- yeah, so you just have, like, I, I wanted to start it on Monday, because Mondays suck anyway. Right. And uh, I was working from home, so it's really easy to do this, working from home. Because, like, you're you're sitting around a desk all day anyway. Anyway, uh, so you eat a meal, say, at, like, 8 p.m. the night before you want to start. Mm-hmm. And then you just don't eat again till 8 p.m. the next day. And th- that's how I kept track of it, is, like, okay, this is my last meal until this time tomorrow. Wow. And, uh, so I started it one time a week for the first week, just to like ease into it. And uh, usually I don't, I skip breakfast anyway, so it wasn't that much of a stretch. It's like, I only have to add like eight more hours or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so the next week I try, I did Monday and then I did Wednesday. And like when you're at your peak, uh, fat, <laughs> you like the first 20 pounds just falls right off you wow like, super easy and that that's like motivating like oh this is fun and then the more and more weight you lose the harder it is to lose that weight mm-hmm. uh i can't explain why that's more of a brian thing but <laughs> right right so uh yeah the first week i did once second week i tried two days and then i i think i kept the two days for about a month and then over time, you just add more and more. And like, I needed to lose the weight. So, uh, and along with the exercise, like weightlifting helped a lot too. Like, I, I emphasize that, but I, I want to focus on the diet thing because I think diet is way more important than exercise. Yeah. At least, like, uh, if you have that weight issue and you're trying to fix it, focus on diet first. Mm-hmm. And like, just, Definitely go to the gym, but don't make that your focus. Just make it like a discipline of like, as long as you're there and doing something, at least that's my philosophy. Like, as long as you're just there in the beginning and you're doing something and you're doing it consistently, uh, that's what worked for me. And like creating a new lifestyle, creating new habits. Yeah. Uh, And... I sound like a hypocrite to myself right now because I fell off the bandwagon in October. (laughs) (laughs) The wagon. Uh, Yeah. uh, I need to to start my routine back up. Anyway, 
uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, so the intermittent fasting, uh, I got to the point where I was fasting 24 hours every day, five days a week. Like during the week, that was my routine. I was, I would just have the one meal every day and I'd have a, you call it a meal, but it was like a three hour window every day where I, I would eat. So it was like from six to eight or maybe two hour window. I could wow. eat any, anything that I wanted. I, I could eat in that window. So you're not calorie counting. Mm-hmm. Cause you could overeat one of the days and you just lose it again. Fasting over time anyway. Right. Uh, in the video that we'll put in the link, uh, <laughs> that that explains it better because I'm a I'm a dumb dumb and can't explain it. <laughs> so like, uh, let me try to though. Uh, in, in a given week, you at say uh, the average is like two thousand calories a day. Mm-hmm. It's like the recommended weight, and it's different for different body sizes and stuff and metabolisms. But let's say 2,000 calories a week, that's, uh, I can't do math. Pull out the calculator. Well, 2,000 calories a day. So that's like yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. 10,000 uh, for a work week. Seven. So that's 14,000, uh, yeah, in a week. So as long as you're under the 14,000 per week, you're going to be losing weight. Mm-hmm. So you could have like a, a calorie surplus one day. Uh, by a sheer accident of just eating whatever you want in that window. Mm-hmm. But over the course of the week, you're going to be, odds are you're going to be under that because it gets harder and harder to eat more the more your stomach shrinks. So you're like, you don't even want to eat that much. Uh, but yeah, uh, being at that weekly calorie deficit helps. And if you're just not eating food for most of the week, like only in that short window, yeah. you, don't, you don't even really have to think about it, any of it other than like, I, I can't eat until this window. Yeah. And having that like really stupid mindset behind it helped me because like, I don't like thinking about any of this stuff. <laughs> Just like simplifying it to a point of like, uh, like that helped me. No, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same philosophy around drinking that brian and i have talked about and you've you know experienced as well of just it's the easiest thing to not do something you know yeah that makes sense yeah at the end of the day like you're making a choice to you know pick up that drink or you know stuff your face or whatever um but building in those habits and those routines of um only eating during a certain timeline and like, I think you hit the nail on the head with, you know, the most important, if you're really struggling with weight and you're, you know, way overweight, the easiest thing to, you know, curb that is your calorie intake, right? It's a simple equation. You, if you eat fewer calories than you consume on a daily basis, you're going to lose weight. It's, it's like math at, at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you really want to see some like quick, um, uh results i guess yeah curving that or implementing a calorie deficit throughout the week and like what you said again about the uh looking at it from like a week perspective as opposed to like a daily perspective i think 
folks have found to be a lot easier to manage. Like when you're working with 14,000 calories for the year or the week, <laughs> working with 14,000 <laughs> calories for the week. Probably need that for the year. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That would be like. <laughs> oh, you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're working towards that 14,000 calorie goal, like it's, it, it's easier to have like one big win for the week as opposed to like a daily loss if you're always going over that 2000. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think there's definitely some mind games you can play to like encourage yourself to keep going. Oh, for sure. And like uh, with the fasting thing, uh, the key is easing into it, especially if you want to do. I think at my peak, I did like 72 hours straight fast, like a three day fast. That's so uh, impressive. Thanks. It, it really isn't. <laughs> I think it uh, is. I couldn't do that, dude. I, I want to try, though. I want to try. I just didn't do a specific activity for three days straight. That's how I viewed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you definitely have to ease yourself into it and build up a tolerance of fasting because it definitely uh, screws you up uh, a little bit. <laughs> I can Not in a bad way, uh, but like w once your body uh, enters ketosis, ketosis or whatever and starts like consuming itself, mm -hmm. that, that's what fasting does. It, uh, when people do keto, they're just eating like the meat and cheese and dairy products or whatever if that's right uh, i'm no expert and they do it i think it takes a month straight of just those uh ingredients or whatever for <laughs> your body to enter ketosis and I, I don't really know the science behind it but uh the the benefit of fasting is it, it only takes 24 hours for your body to enter that ketosis phase of it your body starts consuming itself instead of consuming the calories available in your stomach. Mm -hmm. And that's the key is your, your body starts eating your own fat. Right. Uh, As opposed to consuming like from a carbs, the carbs and like the sugars that you're consuming with like bread and uh, foods like that, you're starting to consume like the fats that's stored on your body. Yeah. Because we eat food because that's energy and we can bust that to like fuel ourselves throughout the day. Yeah. But if you if you don't have any of that in you, then oh shit, we need to go to the fat, and then that fuels you. And uh, I say it takes a bit to get used to because I mean hunger isn't a in itself like a good feeling, you know. Right. But you kind of trick yourself into like liking it, and almost you almost get addicted to it. Like oh. This is fun. Let's yeah. see how little I can eat. That's <laughs> like why, when you get in that my, stuck in that mindset of uh, like that was my weekly routine for months, mm -hmm. and it was still like a very after the first twenty pounds, maybe thirty pounds, it was a very gradual dip because I wasn't. I was like torturing myself a little bit, but not really because I would go back and like just eat a ton of food anyway. Uh, sorry, I said. I said a bad word. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, but uh, especially if you're doing like the 24 hour straight fast and really in the two day straight. And I think I only did the three day straight like once or twice because it, it is a lot. Uh, 
your body definitely feels totally different and it you get a little lightheaded mm. and it, you can also enter states of like euphoria it's kind of weird wow like a I don't want to stray away from using the term high, but you do get like kind of a like dopamine like a, hit. Yeah, like a runner's high. Way. Yeah, like a faster's high. And like uh monks do it. They they practice like they do week long fasts. That's and it becomes way. like a spiritual experience. Uh especially if you combine it with like sensory deprivation. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's a whole can of worms in itself. Uh yeah. But there there are a lot of uh, health benefits other than losing the weight to fasting. Uh, let me think of them. Uh, oh, it like regenerates all of your cells because when your right. body is like consuming itself, it's regenerating new cells or something like that. And I'm no expert. Yeah, you gotta, gotta watch the the link. In yeah, the watch the video. Shout channel. out to what is that the snake diet video? No, no. Oh, okay. That's the only uh, one I think I've seen. It might take me a second to find it again. That's all right. But yeah. um, but you also mentioned like the the mental health aspects as well. You were you know struggling oh, yeah. with just like you know being unhappy with your body, like self image issues and all that. And how has that sort of improved or changed as a result of what you you know had to go through? I definitely have a lot a lot more confidence in myself now, uh, like tenfold. And it wasn't really an image thing, because at the time I didn't really care about what I looked like. Mm. Uh, it was more just like a chemical imbalance, you know? Yeah, and that's much harder to, like, describe or, like, categorize, yeah. I suppose. It's just, like, an overall feeling of... Yeah, it's like the the happy juice wasn't flowing mm. regularly, you know. Interesting. If that makes sense. <laughs> well, I wonder. I'm, I I want to explore like why that is or what that really means, right? Cause, do you think it's because when you're you know eating foods all the time like at without any constraints on them, I guess you're sort of constantly getting like a steady stream of dopamine or whatever it is because you're eat you're feeding yourself. It's like okay, that's I don't know. I think a lot of people, you know, eat to, you know, feel good. And I guess oh, yeah. constantly doing that, you suddenly become like baselined and now your highs aren't as high and your lows aren't as low. That's definitely an element of it. Like, uh, it's definitely what you eat. It's like, say fast food, for instance, like, I, I think everyone in America has had fast food. And if you haven't, you probably live under a rock or something. But you're uh, lying. <laughs> like it's like you are what you eat. You know, yeah. if you're eating this processed garbage loaded with sugar and fake mm-hmm. stuff, your body is going to become that in a way. Yeah. 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 Not like totally literally, but spiritually. Uh, spiritually. <laughs> no, uh, it's like gut biome stuff. Because mm. uh, if your body's used to ingesting that, like it. Your body will adapt to anything, even if it's not designed to consume this like processed garbage from hell. It'll <laughs> it'll become used to working on it. Your body essentially works on overdrive to digest all that stuff. Interesting. And it causes inf- that's another thing. I'm glad I remembered it. It causes a lot of in- inflammation 
like all over your body, like a little bit of brain inflammation probably, but definitely gut inflammation and around all your vital organs. Yeah. Uh, because your body is like working overdrive to process all this bull you're putting inside of it. Yeah. Right. Especially like sugar and like craft beer and anything like junk food. Like your body really isn't, we didn't develop with the ability to like process that stuff easily. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's on overdrive to, and that's why you get fat. You, your body is like swelling up, you know? Yeah. Well, there's something that I read. This was a long time ago, so it might be like out of date or there's been more research to disprove it or maybe even more uh, prove it. I don't know. Um, but it was talking about like the third diabetes, right? There's type one diabetes and type two diabetes. And then they were talking about like, well, Alzheimer's might be like type three diabetes because really? they were studying people's, um, you know, brains who have Alzheimer's and there's like a specific type of plaque that develops like on the brain and they correlate like that type of plaque with sugar consumption so they're saying like if you consume too much sugar it causes that inflammation of the brain which then causes these memory loss issues which i think is like an interesting um up or an interesting like factoid i guess just like how long-term ramifications of you know constantly consuming these high sugars highly processed foods can start affecting like your brain and it's like wow i Oh, yeah. avoid that at all costs you know no thank you yeah no that that would make a lot of sense and it's definitely like the silent killer in america well which one uh like the junk food industry and like yeah. health so what and it... like 60 percent of adults in america are obese now like what what the hell is that yeah, there's a health component that you know you came to realize like at the very beginning of this episode you started started with like i could see where i was headed and i knew that that wasn't a good spot like all the negatives that come with being overweight like that was going to be in your future like there's no oh for sure yeah uh and i understand why a lot of people just like kind of bury their head in the sand because i did for a while Mm -hmm. uh because it is hard to like I think with anything in life to accept like, oh, I'm slowly killing myself in a way. Yeah. Like chain smokers. Yeah. You know, uh, people that are overweight, they're essentially addicted to food. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the one addiction that like, it's very visibly noticeable. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's the most prevalent addiction in our country right now. Oh, at least. Definitely. I mean, 60% of adults have the addiction. And right. it is an addiction. And I think our society needs to... We need to emphasize that more. Like, it's not necessarily these people's fault that they're addicted to food. Right. But it's definitely their fault if they stay that way. Yeah. There has to be some sense of ownership of, like, your body and accountability to the decisions you make that impact your body. Mm-hmm. And going back to the you know, sugar like itself is one of the most addictive substances or um, foods that you can consume. Like even, I think if they, I think people have done this, but when you lay it out, it's like 
sugar beats nicotine in terms of an addictive substance and that's never talked about about how how much people become dependent on it and they train their body to get their dopamine fix off of a sugar high and like i'm one of the most i have the biggest sweet tooth of anyone that i know i love sugar i love candy or chocolate i guess and it's not good for me i know it does show like i got back fat man i gotta i'm trying to work on it my diet is trash but i'm uh, (laughs) aware of it and i'm trying to make changes um and that's uh but like you were saying you know a lot of folks are trained or to um consume that sugar and that's where they get their high from but you just described how you were able to you know, reprogram your brain to get your um, excitement or joy from not eating, which I think is an interesting point how you can, you know, reprogram your your body and your mind to associate, you know, what most folks might consider a negative of being hungry as like, no, that's actually a positive. And of course, it can go, it can become, you know, very uh dangerous if you go to the extreme and become like anorexic and everything where you're afraid to eat food because you're worried about your health and your body image but for folks that all they know is eating it's like well this you know there has to be a balance between feeling hungry and feeling full all the time there's it's good to have both like you need to eat obviously but you don't need to overeat and you can gain um you can learn a lot of lessons about yourself by not eating like what do you look like when you're hangry all the time like that's one of the reasons why i'm worried about starting a fasting diet it's like i'm gonna be hangry and i'm gonna be mean and i don't want to do that (laughs) for me i just got really loopy really yeah uh, happy go lucky hungry i I kind of am anyway so nothing really changed But yeah, uh, real quick before we touch on that, I want to go back to the addiction part because oh, you're yeah. you're talking about uh how sugar is more addictive than like nicotine. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, I forget years ago I read a study uh like sugar and like the junk food in general because sugar's in like it's in f- freaking everything nowadays. The high people people like that like I was get from from the food they love uh or like sugar in general it's uh they they looked at like a brain scan of like the dopamine receptors or whatever going off mm-hmm. and i'm an idiot for anyone listening so i'm probably explaining it terribly but uh they they look at a brain scan of someone consuming sugar and someone doing heroin i think it was heroin and they're almost identical wow because it's like incredibly intense, but short lasting. Mm. That's why you keep going back for more. That's why you can't just have one Dorito. Interesting. Like that kind of thought. Like it, it's literally a food addiction. Yeah. Like the processed stuff, like the sugary BS, like milkshakes or like a junk. I want just cheeseburgers. <laughs> I think they're good for you. <laughs> I love cheeseburgers. Yeah, uh, but stuff like that, it gives you a huge dopamine explosion, mm-hmm. and then it dies after like a minute. Wow. 
So then you just keep going back. You, you're just trying to get that fix. Yeah. And that's why uh, the fasting, especially if you're in a place where, like, you drastically need, like, a lifestyle change, definitely do the fasting. Definitely do what I did. Because I think it's the only, like, long-term solution to fixing it. Because, mm. like, I've pretty much, for the most part, completely eliminated those bad habits. Like, all occasionally, I got to the point where, like, uh, I, I'm not doing the fasting every day a week. I haven't done a fast in, like, months. Probably, in like, six months. And, like, I've still continued to lose weight. Wow. Which is nice. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, like, I'm down to 212, which, like, at my peak weight in high school, like, when I was doing lacrosse and, like, strength and body twice a day, I was still, like, 215 pounds. Wow. <laughs> like, I've never been skinny. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, like, uh, yeah, if, if you want a long-term solution to for weight loss definitely look into intermittent fasting uh definitely watch the video in the link but ultimately it just comes to like finding what works for you and that worked for me and it very effectively worked for me but i was also emphasize i was lifting weights three times a week mm -hmm. and then i got into david goggins uh, yeah. and then i started running and uh if you know anything about David Goggins, he had like a very similar story, but more way more intense than mine, like incredibly more intense. Uh, so he, I think at his peak weight, he was like 280 plus, something like that. I can't quite yeah. remember. So yeah. kind of similar place to me. He was like an ex-army ranger. And then kind of ballooned up after he got out. And then he was watching, uh, like, a Navy SEAL, the Hell Week documentary on TV. And he's like, I wish I, I want to be doing that. Like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> he just kind of decided, like, that's what I want to do. That's what yeah. I'm going to do. And, like, just single-mindedly went after that. And I think in under six months, he was down to... 180 pounds i think yeah and over over the course of a winter like he was he had some like absolutely insane routine you should read his book if you want to like i know you've read the book for, for the audience i haven't read it actually it's uh, on my list um i thought you did the audiobook i have the audiobook downloaded on my uh, watch so once i get to it I'll, I'll be getting to it i want to listen yeah. to it while i go running but yeah i know he dude so motivating because yeah. i had already lost like 40 50 pounds when i found him and i was like i'm i'm relating with this so much and then uh his big thing is he uh, became a navy seal and then he became like an ultra marathon runner and yeah. that's my one thing where like my whole life i've sucked at running yeah. Like, I'm just not designed for it. Like, I have a, I was built for bodybuilding. Like, that's just my build. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, the, well, the one video that got me was like, you think I run because I like it? I run because it makes me better. I freaking hate running. Like, that kind of thing. I was like, 
this guy gets it. This guy so gets I, it. Yeah, so then I started running. Uh, over last winter, I started, like, in December, I think. And I can check my Destrava again. But I went from, like, barely being able to run a little over a mile. Over, like, the course of a month or two, I was running, like, five miles at a oh. time. Thanks, dude. But, like, slow pace. <laughs> I think it was, oh, like, 11-minute yeah. mile. And I killed my feet because I was still, like, just too big to be running that oh, long. Really? And I just did it way too fast. <laughs> hey. But anyway, I was like, I got the David Goggins mentality. Like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's... But, uh, then I I got bronchitis after I, <laughs> I did a five mile run in like ten degree weather at like whatever I don't know it was cold because I was doing it all outside yeah and so I got like super sick for like two days I was like maybe I should slow down <laughs> yeah uh, that's like so incredibly <laughs> impressive and yeah. Like the Goggins thing, he's very much like a mind over matter type of guy, and it, oh, yeah. he locks into this like mentality of no matter what, I'm going to accomplish this goal, whatever it is. And like ultra marathons, those are like what hundred miles or something like that. Well, there's hundred mile races that he participates in, and then there's like thirty plus mile runs and stuff like that. And he does it on the regular. And normally, if you're doing a hundred mile run you're out for like six months because your feet hurt. Like you're, you can't go, you can't do it. But his mindset is like, no, I will do it because it's all in my mind. And so then he starts, he went, I think, what did he do? He did eight, eight, 100 mile runs, eight weeks in a row, just like something incredibly outrageous that normally, you know, people wouldn't do, eight 100 miles runs in like four years or something like that yeah he did it in eight weeks like two months it's like that's ridiculous you're Insane. a crazy yeah. person but, but he, like you proved that you can do it yeah he locked in he you know the mentality the discipline that he has and you know he wrote this book i think it's called can't hurt me and mm. it just is I haven't read it yet, but I want to. It's on my list, and I guess, Michael, you're the testimony of how it's an incredibly inspiring, like, discipline. Oh, yeah. And, got uh, you into running as, like, <laughs> someone who doesn't run. Yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd be able to run five miles at a time, ever. Yeah. Like, even at my my peak, like, fitness in high school, when I was on, like, the lacrosse, like, varsity lacrosse team, yeah, I was still like the slowest kid out there, <laughs> but uh, and I still am, but now I got the distance part. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. I'm just right now like I'm. I don't care about speed. I'm also cranking out you know 11 minute miles, but it's for me. I'm just trying to get miles under the shoes. Not yeah. I don't really care about how fast I am. Oh, good for you, man. I I need to, I need to set my routine back up. Uh. That's yeah. my biggest goal for the new year, I think. Dude, yes, man. Oh, what are your um goals for the for the new year? I know you're ringing in the new year with with no drinking. You're doing a thirty day challenge without drinking. That's pretty sweet. Thanks, dude. Uh, I guess I don't really know. <laughs> I haven't thought about it yet. 
Yeah. I need I, some champagne in me first. Yeah, dude. Get those um buzzed goals, super ambitious, just like, mm-hmm. oh I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna become an astronaut. <laughs> oh, dude. That's a goal right there. Man. I guess that's it's only is that crazier than Goggins wanting to be a Navy SEAL? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is? <laughs> probably. Well, that's awesome, Mike. I think this is probably a good place to wrap up. But, dude, yeah, thank man. you so much for sharing your story. And I really dude, thank you, buddy. coming on here. It's, that was fun. I think this your story is, like, so inspiring. It's so sick. Like, you know, Thanks, he man. did it. This, everyone who makes excuses and it's like no i know someone who did it and is successful at it and has more discipline than me so it's just like damn. i wouldn't say dude i haven't <laughs> i've been off the wagon but thanks man oh, me like uh remember and, i've been off the wagon and he, you say like he did it and it's like fitness i, I think is something that like you just don't stop and it, it needs to be like a constant in your life until yeah. you die and right what, you need to have something going on. Otherwise, like, your body just, like... Atrophies and, yeah, yeah. Becomes, becomes a shriveled-up piece of nothing. Like, you need to... Mm. And that's that's what I talk about with Brian a lot is, like, lifting and maintaining health. It's not for those, like, short-term, like, goals, the immediate gratification. For me, it's very much like I'm lifting weights now so that I can lift weights when I'm 80. That's what I want to be doing. And if I, yeah. if I don't live now, like, I'll, it's our harder and harder to get back into it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're young. I, we can do it. Yeah, we're young. And, I mean, it's like anything. If you just keep at it. And for me, the lifestyle change. Yes. You know, because if you don't make it a lifestyle change, then, like, it's only going to be short term. And then you're just going to be, you're going to fall back in the same habits. Which, like, I don't know. Any, like, I'm off the wagon right now, so... I'm in danger of doing that, so I want to oh. avoid that. So, not that hey. I'm in act. You know what I'm saying? No, you know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I think you're doing good stuff. New Year, 2023. We're getting back into it. So, hey, let's do it. But all right, brother. Let's call it a wrap. Um, thanks for the podcast, dude. And for improve everyone, improve podcast. Improve podcast. Hey. But, for everyone who's listening, dude, you can do it. Build you those lifestyles. Yeah, things. yeah. Do do what I did. It's easy. Intermittent fast. Start you, you have. Yeah, don't you do don't it. have to do anything. Don't do it. All right. Bye, Craig. <laughs> See you, Craig. enjoyed recording it with michael i'm so glad that he was willing to share his story with you all because i think it's such such an important journey that he went on and i I wanted to capture that in in some way if not for this podcast just in general you know documenting your progress as you go through major like life transformation um instances is is always good to sort of document and talk about and you know michael deserves some kudos man having that type of discipline is is super impressive and i'm yeah just really grateful for him um 
As far as updates for me from this week, I'm still working on my screenplay. I can't wait to give you all like an in-depth major update, but um, yeah, I'm still making progress on that. Uh, I've sort of, as far as health goals go, I sort of have put a pause on running. I want to get back to it next week. I'll let you know if that happens. Um, but I am getting back into the gym, waking up those muscles um, for the new year. Super pumped. I love being sore. I, I think that's a a feeling that not too many people enjoy but I, I it tells me that like I'm alive and that my body is here and awake and it's it's working hard so I I've learned to love you know when my body is in that state of recovery um yeah as far as everything else goes uh if you want to get in contact with me about your goals or any projects you're working on shoot me an email at the improved podcast at gmail.com I love hearing from y'all and knowing that you know we're not alone in this game of life and we're all working towards things so yeah if you want to shoot me an email go ahead and do that uh, i want to give a shout out to green bean aka mike for all of our musical intros and outros huge shout out to him and i want to thank you all for listening thank you for sharing thank you for leaving a five star review and with that be sure to sign up for the classic studios newsletter i also posted a blog for this month so if you wanted some more behind the scenes type stuff go to classicstudios.com clscstudios.com to do that and i think that's everything for me so goodbye everyone i hope you achieve your goals this week and i'll see you monday for another episode of the improve podcast goodbye